There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there. So, this is interesting. The Wall Street Journal has published an article, The Messy Unwinding of the New World Order. The New World Order that promised to bring global powers together has come undone. And they have a 16-chart that pitch, uh, pictures that show just how this happened. Now, this is interesting because if we look around us right now, we're, we're seeing conclusively that that which we would call the New World Order, the Western New World Order, is in fact becoming undone. We're seeing here in the United States, whether intentionally or not, the radical liberals who are the political front right now for the westernized global order collapsing. They formed their coup two years ago to the date yesterday to take out Donald Trump. They pushed the illegitimate president, Joe Biden, in the power, who was merely just a puppet with someone else's hand up his butt whether it's uh, Ron Kane or Blinken or obviously Obama working in the shadow presidency. It's irrelevant at that point. We know that there's a shadow government operating in the United States of America. We know that there's a shadow government that is calling the shots. But they form their coup. But here's the problem. They couldn't match the effect of Donald Trump. They couldn't undo what he had done. Joe Biden came in and immediately began implementing the Green New Deal. But because the Republicans had control of the Senate, or at least a semi-majority, their bills couldn't get passed. The Green New Deal ultimately failed. Now, I want you to think about this. As Joe Biden came in and immediately issued 17 executive orders on January 21st, 2021. Those executive orders canceled the border wall. They canceled energy independence in the United States of America, among other things. What this did is set the foundation for their Green New Deal, for the implementation of their new economy, of their new market dynamic. And the bills that they presented ultimately failed. So they try to piecemeal it. They try to add certain portions of that Green New Deal and the various different bills throughout the year. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. The reason it doesn't work that way is because we are the news now. The American people have awakened. The American people have taken back control of information. So when the illegitimate Joe Biden administration comes out 
and begin spreading disinformation, misinformation, and propaganda and calling it truth. They're immediately presented with facts. Whether it's on social media, alternative media, whether it's in periodicals, blog posts, there is a trail of evidence that supports that they are full of crap. But what did they do? They, they had to redesign their plan, their model, because it was failing. So they began to investigate and fund the very source of the problem to them. And what I mean is source and fund is fund investigations into what they consider disinformation, misinformation, propaganda. They started labeling anybody who spreads anything contrary to their truth, to what the government says, is violent domestic extremists. And they labeled this as such in February 22nd, 2022 in a Department of Homeland Security document. That anybody out there who propagates what they consider misinformation, disinformation, or propaganda pertaining to certain topics, 2020 election fraud, COVID-19, Russia-Ukraine conflict, and a host of other topics, that they label them terrorists. Now, let me ask you this. Is it not within the right of the people to contest an election? To ask their government for a redress of grievances? To go back and say, hey, I think that there was problems with this election. We have some evidence. Will you open up an investigation and look at it? Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. The mainstream media came out and ridiculed people, criticized people, hung them out the dry, produced propaganda pieces against people, simply because they were questioning the legitimacy of an election. People were attacked. Lives were ruined. And now we understand why the people said, okay, well, let's all get together and go to Congress and say, hey, Congress, you need to investigate this. You need, you need to stop this certification because we have questions. And they showed up on January 6th and a mostly peaceful protest. But what happened? Those same teams that were investigating these people for spreading what they would consider disinformation, propaganda, misinformation, so forth, had special agents and informants infiltrate various groups and organizations. So much so that these informants and even undercover FBI agents, probably other agents as well, began fueling and inciting violence. Now, when we look at January 6th, and I know a lot of people who are there, I've seen a lot of the evidence presented. I've seen hours of video evidence. It was a mostly peaceful situation. But what happened is chaos was brought about because of people who were inciting violence. Now, I'm not going to say that there wasn't any patriots out there that were had other intentions in their mind or inciting violence. I'm not going to say that there wasn't because we know there was. 
But we also know that the majority of this started by the Capitol Police officers opening the barricades, letting the people in, opening the doors to the Capitol and ushering people inside the Capitol, waving them by. We have video evidence of a gentleman inside the Capitol building while everybody is at the front door. And the man dressed in civilian clothing, looking just like one of the protesters, looks up at a camera, tells them to open the door, which, by the way, are magnetically locked. The Capitol building has amazing security, by the way. And the doors open up and the people begin to come in. And they want to tell the public that patriots breached the Capitol, that they violently entered the Capitol. This was a setup. Nancy Pelosi, for goodness sake, had a camera crew with her that day. Her, her daughter. Videotaping the whole thing. Oh, I'm so scared. You know, three days before, Nancy had the option of 20,000 National Guard troops to come into Washington, D.C. and declined it. This has been confirmed over and over and over again. But then you see her on this, uh, this homemade video we need the National Guard here right now. Nancy, you were given all the proper intelligence of what was going to happen and how many people were going to be there, but she didn't She didn't heed the warnings. She did heed the warnings. She knew exactly what was going on. They knew exactly what was going on because these are the games that the Democrats and the liberals play. But see, it is well within your right as an American citizen to contest an election, to, to rise up to your government and say, what is going on here? This doesn't make sense. We need to investigate this. And guess what? It is unconstitutional for that government to come back and say, no, and attack you. If there's any evidence out there that we don't live in a constitutional republic anymore, it is the 2020 election. And that means that things need to change. And they are changing right now for the better. People are more awake and aware than ever before of what's happening in this world. And now we're seeing articles like this from the Wall Street Journal coming out saying what? Ah, that the new world order is collapsing. Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? That means that we're doing our job. That every single narrative that the U.S. government puts out there or the international elitists put out there gets immediately fact-checked by the alternative media. They can't lie anymore. They can't propagate their disinformation and control the minds of the masses anymore. This is a very critical time in the history of the United States, a very critical time for the people of this world. We have a red wave inbound. It's coming. We're going to talk about that. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. All of the children are growing up. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using 
promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show. And you know one thing that I look at as I look at the polls. And we know that polls are manipulated. We know that when we start looking at the mainstream media, we start looking at lefty-funded polls that we're just going to get a, a compiling of, of BS. Well, listen to this. Gavin Newsom, the, the governor of California, has issued a warning to his own damn party, in his own words. A red wave is coming because we are getting crushed on the narrative. What is the narrative? It's information warfare. That's what it is. The narrative is the control of information. They know this and we know this. And we've taken back control of the narrative. People are no longer watching the mainstream media. People are no longer paying attention to what they're saying. People question and fact check the government. Just, just the other day, what did we have? We had Joe Biden, right? We had Joe Biden being guided off the stage by New Mexico's governor after lying about the economy and falsely claiming that he cut federal debt. This just isn't true. I mean, think about this. Inflation was 1.4% when Biden was installed on January 2021. And gas prices were $2.33 a gallon. Inflation now is, is peaking around 9% and gas prices are in a national average about $3.35. 
And he wants to come out there and say, oh, the economy's doing great. The Ameri- we got to trust the American people. You know, I heard John Kerry the other day talking about the energy crisis and how by 2030, Joe Biden plans to cut uh, carbon emissions. By 2035, we plan on being carbon neutral, all this stuff. And that John Kerry was saying that this is only going to happen through innovation, through people going out there through the America, American way and producing new technologies. That can't happen when you're in the midst of a liquidity crisis. That can't happen when there's no capital. That can't happen when it's incredibly difficult and expensive to borrow money. It doesn't promulgate innovation. You know, people talk a lot about how Donald Trump spent trillions of dollars and added to the national debt. Rightfully so. Absolutely he did. But you want to know what else Donald Trump did? is he increased GDP quarter after quarter after quarter. And when you have a growing economy and an increasing GDP, inflation really isn't that much of a concern. It, it, it is to people like me, but to the average people, it's really not that concern. Because wages are going up, production is going up, retail sales are going up, people are confident in the economy, and that brings in more revenue, which produces the debt over time. This is why we had a V-shaped recovery right at, during the COVID pandemic. Plandemic, actually. But now I go back to the polls. We're, we're four days away. Tuesday. Oh, and I want to talk about Tuesday. This is, this is interesting. We'll talk about that here in a second. But we're four days away. And being four days away... I look at various polls. The one poll that you guys all know I look at is 538. This is Nate Silver. Nate Silver in the middle of the summer started saying that the Democrats are going to win the Senate and they're, they're, they're taking the lead. That lead has dwindled. Now, Nate Silver, okay, if, if you don't know who he is, he has predicted every single election, midterms and presidential, since 2008. Except for one, the 2016 election, which he was wrong and Donald Trump won. He is funded by NGOs, people, nonprofits, but primarily the left. And so his polls are skewed. They're skewed to the left. This is why I look at this poll. Because it gives you a great indication of what really is happening if we know their polls are skewed. If we know that their polls are biased, then when we look at that, we can get a good estimation of what's really happening. And over the last month and a half, Nate Silver has been reporting that the Senate is in a dead heat. Really? It's interesting because in the summer, when the Senate was swinging towards the Democrats, and we had a 52-48 swing towards the Democrats, he says that the Democrats are going to sweep the Senate. Now, he says, the Senate is in a dead heat. But the Republicans are leading in his poll 55 the 45. Wow. That, that's actually pretty massive. That's incredibly close to a supermajority. So, the Democrats' own polls, Real Clear Politics, Nate Silver, 538, all these polls are now showing that the Republicans are going to win approximately 30 seats in Congress 
and will take over majority of Senate. That's massive. A 10-seat majority in the Senate. That, that's massive. If this happens, which I do believe that if everything goes legitimately, it will happen, then we are definitely going to see this red wave. We are definitely going to have massive change in the United States. That the new world order will have their backs against a wall and will be forced to move towards some type of global black swan event in order to begin their implementation all over again. Now, what potentially could be this global black swan event? Well, I think we all know what that's going to be. It's either one of two scenarios here. It, it's a international global incident with a military power like Russia or China, North Korea, Iran, or it's global financial collapse, or it's a combination of them. Now, before I get into the economic aspect of this and we start taking calls, by the way, uh, we're going to go ahead and just start queuing up the calls. If you guys want to, it's Friday, 585-346-3000, or toll-free 866-552-1009. We're potentially going to be start live streaming next week. We're doing a dry test run right now. I'm looking at the stream, looking good. Um, So next week, when we do that live stream, anybody who's following us on our locals channel, redpillproject.locals.com, um, and doing the live stream, you guys can use this toll-free number, 866-552-1009, to call in. But I wanted to talk about this. So we have a red wave coming. We've been talking about the red wave. This show is called Dark Delight for a reason, because that which is hidden within the darkness always comes to the light. On Tuesday, November 8th, only over North America there is going to be a red moon lunar eclipse. This is when the moon goes in front of the sun and blocks out the light of the sun. And it's going to happen in the morning during the daytime. I want you to think about the symbolic relationship with that. We're all waiting for a red wave. And now on Tuesday, November 8th, the day that we're all expecting the red wave, We're going to have a red moon. The red moon is going to eclipse the sun, which means that this red moon is going to wave over the elliptic of the sun, turn the whole North America dark, and then transition the light. I don't know about you, but that's pretty symbolic. To me, I look at things like that. Signs from the heavens. I think they're important. So... The House GOP is going to release a 1,000-page roadmap for the Biden FBI probe. (laughs) Here we go. You know, they they need to remove McCarthy. They need to just get him out of the way, Um, especially with McConnell, too. But I'm excited about this. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee will release a 1,000-page document on Friday detailing allegations of politicalization of the FBI and Justice Department under the Biden administration. The report, obtained exclusively uh, by certain news media outlets, will serve as the basis for one of the House Republicans' top oversight investigations when they take back control of the majority in next week's midterms. It's an 11th-hour political move by the minority members of the Judiciary Committee to stir up former President Trump's base days before the election. 
Obviously some rhetoric there. Trump's grievances against the FBI reignited the federal agent search of Mar-a-Lago in August have long been an obsession of the right. Uh, It's not an obsession of the right. It's the truth. If you remember what happened in Mar-a-Lago, the FBI knew Donald Trump had declassified a whole bunch of documents and went after him to get those documents back so that he couldn't release them to the public. Well, I got some news for all those people. I believe that Donald Trump is going to release all those documents, Crossfire Hurricane, Hillary Clinton emails, everything declassified on, uh, what is it, September or yep, October 20th, 2020, and then on December 20th, 2020. He's going to release these, I believe, on October or November 11th, three days after the election. We're going to see, though. All right, we're going to get into the economy and calls when we come back. We're, this is the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back right after this. luck in my direction I caught it in my hands today I finally made a tricky French connection You winked and gave me your okay I'll take you on a trip beside the ocean And drop the top of Chesapeake Bay Ain't nothing like the sky to dose a potion The moon will send you on your way Feels right Moonlight Feels right Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations Alright, we are back with the Dark Delight show And yeah, my name is Josh I hope you are all doing well out there so we're going to go ahead and end uh, the second half of the show here. We're going to go ahead and take calls. So if you guys want to get a call in, 585-346-3000 or 866-552-1009. And some breaking news today. Trump is in eyeing November 14th for an announcement. Potentially the announcement that uh, Donald Trump is running for president in 2024. This is going to be a huge announcement, and it comes right after the midterms, which I find is just very, very strategic on his behalf. Now, we're moving into this very, very epic time. I do think that the election is going to happen. I do think that the red wave is going to happen. I don't know if they're going to cheat, if they're going to just try to steal a few elections. Um, I think that there's so many eyes on them right now that they can't afford it. Instead, what I think they're going to try to do is to basically interfere with Congress as much as possible over the next two years and try to win back the majority in 2024. That's probably one of their best plans they can do. One thing about the globalist, the new world order, the elitist, is they're incredibly patient. And they understand that this is a long game for them. But what else do we have coming up? What else can we expect? Well, we know that if they're going to interfere with Congress, they have to bring down public sentiment and public opinion. In order to do that, they would have to create some type of global or international event that ripples through every aspect of our lives, society, culture, politic. And really one of the only ways to do that is World War III. And I'm not joking about that. But not only World War III, but global economic collapse. Now, this is interesting. We've talked about this a little bit before. 
But this was an article posted, I believe, on Zero Hedge and reposted by Natural News. But dollar dominance scheduled for termination as Saudi Arabia declares China a reliable partner. If you don't know what happened here, in um, October, early October, Joe Biden contacted the Saudi Arabia OPEC and said, hey, uh, can, can you bring down, uh, can you increase your production so we can bring down gas prices until after the midterm elections? Which, by the way, is called quid pro quo. It's illegal. He's not allowed to do that. But no investigation into that. And Saudi Arabia wrote a letter to the international community back and basically told Joe Biden, no, sorry, we're going to do what's best for us. And uh, we don't like you very much. Kind of nice of Saudi Arabia. But then Saudi Arabia began producing economic treaties with Russia. They said that they're going to join the BRICS Economic Alliance. And they started bringing in China to develop missile technology. And then the rumor came out that Saudi Arabia is going to move away from the U.S. dollar as the petrodollar. Now, if OPEC stops using the dollar for the petrodollar and starts using, like, the Chinese Wong, um, the dollar is not going to do too well. The dollar is going to probably collapse. And there, there's a series of things that are happening in the sense of economic warfare pertaining to the dollar. Number one is you have the U.S. Treasury coming out saying that they're going to buy up all the old debt. And the reason they said that is because countries like China, um, Saudi Arabia are all dumping all their old U.S. bonds. They're getting rid of them. They're not buying new debt and they're getting rid of the old debt. So the Treasury is going to go buy it back up there. Now, how does the Treasury go out there and buy up debt? Well, they borrow the money from the Federal Reserve through new debt. <laughs> like, it's a never-ending cycle. So Mike Adams came up with the, these, these six reasons. And this is the realization, he calls, that the world has come to. The U.S. is a horrible steward of the global reserve currency and that the U.S. abuses, exploits its currency, standing to enforce authoritarian dominance over the world. That's very true. The U.S. is a dangerous, cruel empire that bombs civilians, destroys civilian infrastructure, and abuses human rights both around the world and at home. Very true. The U.S. has zero regard for the rule of law and has no respect for anything resembling democracy or human rights. Very true again. And when we say the U.S. here, we're not talking about the people. We're not talking about the Constitutional Republic. We're talking about illegitimate political regimes that have controlled this country and led it to the point that it's at for a very long time. The U.S. is a horrible trading partner because it'll carry out economic warfare against its own trading partners while pushing transgenderism and LGBTQ agenda on the world. The U.S. will demand real goods from your nation, commodities, manufactured goods, while offering you nothing but fiat currency debt instruments in return. The world is, trading, the world is tired of trading real physical assets for American IOUs. Again, very true. U.S. leadership is a cabal of insane, deranged criminals who cannot be reasoned with. The U.S. is like a crazed childhood bully running around with nuclear weapons beyond the reach of any rational argument or sensible solution involving common ground. For these reasons and more, the nations of the world are set to repudiate the dollar and bring the U.S. empire to an end. This is absolutely spot on. Because that's what's happening. The BRICS Economic Alliance is rising up right now to formulate their own global order. Not that I agree with their global order. Not that I like these countries. Not that I want that world order. 
But what it does is it offers competition to the westernized global order. And we saw just how fragile they were. Now, when I talked about the global firestorm event many years ago, what I said is this is all going to come to a head at a point in time in history where the globalists are getting ready to implement the last phase of their plan and bring everything down to a point of destabilization. We are at that point of destabilization. And what that point of destabilization does is it brings about a level of vulnerability for the elitist, the globalist, where, yes, you and I become vulnerable economically, financially, but so do they. And this is what we're seeing, is that point of vulnerability was created by the globalists. The Western nations are on the verge of financial collapse, which is in line with their Great Reset, and then the BRICS economic alliance comes up, reinforces their economic strength, and starts fighting against the Western nations. It's a one heck of an amazing plan. The problem with the BRICS alliance is I don't want their global order either. But what they're going to do is they're going to crash and tumble the Western economic alliances, the economies, which is going to push those Western nations into war. And this is why we said that most likely World War III is potentially going to come from this. So hedge fund giant Elliott has warmed, warned looming hyperinflation could lead to global societal collapse. This is what we're talking about here. An executive at the leading hedge fund, Elliott Management, has warned the world is headed towards the worst financial crisis since World War II. In a letter sent to investors, um, as seen by the Financial Times, the Florida-headquartered firm told clients they believe the global economy is an extremely challenging situation, which could lead to hyperinflation. Elliott did not respond to any uh, calls by Financial Times or Market Watch. The firm is led by billionaire Paul Singer and Jonathan Pollock. They told their clients and investors should not assume they've, they have seen everything because they have been through the peaks and the troughs of the 1987 crash, the dot-com boom, and the 2008 financial crisis, and the previous bull and bear markets. They added that an extraordinary period of cheap money is coming to an end and has made possible a set of outcomes that would be at or beyond the boundaries of the entire post-World War II period. The letter said the world is on a path to hyperinflation, which could lead to global societal collapse or civil or international strife. They estimated that markets have not fallen enough yet and equity markets could drop more than 50% would be a normal, adding they, they couldn't predict when that would happen. The S&P 500 um, has dropped 19% from its peak at the beginning of the year and they're predicting another 50%. Elliott executives warn clients that the idea that we will not panic because we have seen this before does not comfort with the current facts. So this is interesting. And all I have to say to anybody out there who is worried about their financial outlook, okay, the historical hedge for hyperinflation has and always will be gold and silver. And I, I'm going to put the plug in here. We didn't have Kurt Ellie on the uh, Kurt Ellie on this week. We had uh, the the replay Wednesday. But if you have a concern about where the economy is heading, if you have a 401k, if you have an IRA, or if you want to create an IRA, you need to give Dr. Kirk Elliott a call. You need to go to getgoldtoday.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Download their their free PDF book there. Scroll down to the bottom. And there's a phone number, 
720-605-3900. Give them a call and just schedule an appointment with their team. They're, they're not aggressive. They're not pushy. Just talk to them. Say, hey, look, you know, I'm kind of concerned. I heard on the Dark Delight show that there's, a, there's an economic collapse happening. What, what can I do to protect myself? That's what I highly recommend because you need to protect yourself. I'm protecting myself financially. I'm buying silver, not gold. I'm buying silver. Silver is about a, a 80 to 1 leverage ratio right now against gold, which means that it has about an 80x times that it can move up. And I do believe that that's going to happen. So we need to be smart, frugal, and financially savvy here with everything that's coming. So just take note of that. That's all I'm going to talk about in the global economy today. But I want to take some calls if you guys have some coming in after this break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show after this. In the beginning, there was something of love that was mine. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL station. All right, back with the Dark Delight Show. If you guys want to go ahead and give me a call, probably only have time for one or two, but 585-346-3000 or toll free 866-552-1009. And uh, Twitter, 
is uh, seemingly having some problems. So a lot of people are leaving uh, on the ad revenue side of Twitter, and Elon Musk shared his concerns today. But that's okay. You know what I said is uh, if they want to stop running ads with Twitter, they should also delete their Twitter accounts, right? I mean, if you don't want to be a part of the platform, then protest it fully and delete your accounts, which they won't do because that's free traffic for them. Uh, But Elon Musk as well is being sued right now. For uh, Twitter is sued for short notice layoffs as Elon Musk begins firing, mass firings, at uh, noon Eastern Daylight Time today. And so this is interesting. 50% of the Twitter company is going to be laid off because it's just garbage. <laughs> but Elon Musk is going to renovate it. So we'll see what happens here. I want to go to the, the lines here. North Greece, Dustin, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I guess it might be a little bit off topic, but since we're close to the date, what exactly can Lee Zeldin do as a governor in New York where most of the opposition is already kind of embedded here? Well, it's going to be a tough challenge for him. So I think that Lee Zeldin is definitely going to win. Which is interesting because I was talking about this last night in my podcast. We have Oregon as well. It looks like, uh, I think it's Raskin who's running there, is going to win as a Republican in Oregon. And then Zeldin, who's probably going to win in New York. This is two blue states that are going to turn red. Um, hopefully what happens is the state legislator and, and Senate, those elections that are up for grab as well, go red. So there, there's a chance to even get a potential majority. But it'll be a tough two years for him. Um, especially if you have a blue legislator that is basically going to veto everything that you try to do. Um, but he also has that ability to veto everything they try to do. And so hopefully he comes in and he makes the appropriate changes and, and then strengthens election integrity. And I think that that's going to be the, the strong point of what he can do, especially through the Secretary of State, is strengthen the election system in New York State to make it more fair and provide a uh, upper level of election integrity. So in 2024, we don't have problems. And that potentially New York can go fully red. What's now we the know that is of the legislature going uh, red. I, is there any known on that? You know, I don't know. I haven't seen any polls. State legislators are a hard one. You have to really kind of follow local polling for that. Um, and it's not really tracked by analytics on the mainstream. Um, but okay. I, no, I'll, I'll check into that and I'll see what we can uh, find on that for Monday. But, you know, I think that the fact that Lee Zeldin is leading in the polls for governor, that's a clear indication that a lot of the legislator is going to probably turn red as well. That'd be great because it'd be kind of useless if he got in and we just have a stalemate. I, I agree. And statistically, it doesn't really make sense, does it? it it's like Donald Trump. In 2020, this is what they tell us. Um, He lost the state. He lost a county. But that county's representative was Republican. As in, the congressman won his re-election in the district, but Donald Trump lost that district. Like, that, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But that's about, I think, 15 various counties that Biden won were exactly like that. All right, well, but we'll see what happens. We will, we will. I'm, I'm hopeful. I think that we're going to have a lot of transition here um, unless there's voter fraud. There, there's, honestly, looking at all the data, 
seeing everything that we're seeing, the only way that they win any majority is through voter fraud. In my opinion. I have to say that because I'm on the radio. But in my opinion, from seeing the data. So I'm hoping to, hoping to uh, as well, Dustin. Appreciate the call, man. All right. All right. Now, here's an interesting little tidbit. Biden's corrupt Justice Department is contemplating appointing a special counsel if Trump runs for president in 2024. We we know that he just came out and he's probably going to make that announcement on November 14th. And so the Biden's Justice Department is going to do what Trump did to the Democrats with John Durham is they're going to open up an investigation with a special counsel. For, for whatever reason, I don't know, in five years, you know, I, I saw a, a, a post on Twitter. Why isn't Donald Trump in jail yet? And I said, name a crime with irrefutable evidence that he's been convicted of. Name something that he's done that is criminal. In five years, the Democrats, the liberals, have hunted this man, went through everything in his personal, private, and business life. And to this day, he walks free. If there was something there, they would have found it. If he was a criminal, they would have tried and convicted him. But they haven't. Even with the Mar-a-Lago stuff. If that was any other citizen that the Justice Department was doing this to, that person would have been arrested on the spot. But see, the problem is, is the documents that they took were already declassified, and they know this. And since they know this, there's nothing they can do. As well, I don't know if you guys all heard, but Cash Patel, um, senior level uh, intelligence um, uh, guy for, for Trump, we all know Cash, he has gotten immunity in the Mar-a-Lago case and has agreed to testify. This is going to be fireworks because Cash is not going to testify against Donald Trump. He's going to put all the evidence out there. He's going to put all the information out there. And I'm waiting to hear what happens there. That, that's going to be a great, great deposition of when Cash Patel goes in front of that committee. You know, we talked about Afghanistan before uh, a while back. You know, Joe Biden's... Uh, egregious uh, removal from Afghanistan cost 13 service members their life. Did you know that Joe Biden gave $1 billion via U.S. aid to Afghanistan after the Taliban took over? And now they won't share where that money went? That's right. The Biden gang, the Biden gang gave $1 billion to Afghanistan after the Taliban takeover. Take, uh, take the U.S. Treasury and U.S. Aid, aid will not say where that money went. No accountability whatsoever. This is atrocious. We need certain systems of accountability, civilian accountability and oversight over our federal government. That's really what we need. I'm working on a blog post right now that really kind of outlines constitutional amendments that we need to have in this country. And I think we're going to add that in there, civilian oversight board um, that basically is composed of the various political parties within a state And those political parties have non-political affiliates elected as delegates to represent them. And the reason that you you build something like that in a political party affiliation, because it gets people involved in their government. It gets people to want to go out there and join that local political party and get affiliated with it and get involved in government. Not a bad idea, huh? So 
the European Union, the Netherlands, has uh, banned David Icke. David Icke, a, a friend of mine, conspiracy author, um, as well as broadcaster, has been talking for decades about what is unraveling in this world and has been really spot on in the sense of his predictions. And uh, he has been basically denied entry into the Netherlands and most of the EU and labeled and deemed a terrorist. Absolutely ridiculous. All because of words. Words are the most powerful drug known to humanity. And I am but a master of words. That's Rudyard, Rudyard Kipling who said that. And he's absolutely right. Words have power. All right, that's all that we have for the Dark Delight Show today. I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Monday and election week next week on Tuesday with our blood moon and our red wave. We'll see you then. Take care.